Okay, I kind of want to just jump right into this. Uh, I just came back from seeing the uh, Joker movie. And I gotta say, um, real realistically, words fail me. Um, this movie is actually is really, really good. Um, I... It's, it's hard to describe exactly how well done that movie was put together. Like, it, it was fascinating how, like, just, it just went, uh, like, immediately the pacing, um, the way how the actors carried themselves, the way how it, handled the subject matter and everything that was going on, even even doing a representation of Joker, the most beloved DC villain of all time, you know? Even that was done masterfully well. Uh, it It's a really, really good movie. Now, apparently people get flack for doing spoilers, so um, if you're someone who likes to hear movie reviews but don't want to hear spoilers which I think is one of the dumbest fucking things in the world you if you want to see the movie go see the movie if you need someone to tell you whether or not it's good I I find that ridiculous um but yeah um stop listening now cuz I'm about to get into this movie but just off rip um if you just want my opinion, definitely go see this movie. Don't listen to any critic or critique or anything like that. Just go see this movie. This movie is, it's a movie you need to watch. Um, and personally, I'm going to go see it again. But it's not the type of movie that you want to watch more than once. Because of how, because of the subject matter and how the movie carries itself when you watch it, you'll understand what I mean. Like, it's like, who would want to see this twice? <laughs> but I, I, I was highly anticipating this movie and I really didn't know what to think of it as it was about to come out. And when I finally saw it, it, it blew me away because it was everything. It was nothing that I thought it was going to be, but it was everything I could hope for. You know, so it's like I didn't think the story was going to play out the way that it did. You know, I kind of it kind of looked if you've seen the trailers and stuff, it seemed incredibly basic of a storyline. It seemed like, you know, something that's been done before, which and, and it was it, it's crazy that it was. But how how the movie carried that while being about Joker, you know, and at the same time handling his just his descent into becoming Joker, that wonderful descent into madness, was just excellently done. I loved every minute of it. Um, the movie itself is, like I said, fairly... It, it's from the beginning, you kind of immediately know. Like, if you know Joker, you know what's going to happen. He's a regular guy, and then at the end, you're going to get Joker. So, essentially, the story can only go in one linear path. But, so, it, that's nothing outside of the norm to where it's like, you know, you, I, I would expect 
big things from this movie. Like it's gonna there's gonna be a twist or anything like that. And it's like, no, it's completely straightforward from the get-go. And there's just so much beauty to me in that simplicity that it was able to take this obviously um straightforward story but tell it in a way to where it's like it seems new everything that was going on made it you appreciated everything far more because of how it was being played out this movie which i think was freaking genius is that there's never a lull in this movie and when i i, I use that word a lot but it, essentially there's never a moment in this movie where everything dies down to where it's the point where the main character gets a breather. You know, there's never that sullen moment to where it was like, hey, you know, maybe things are looking up and then something bad happens. No. Essentially, his life plays out like someone who just, you know, you ain't got no money, you got a job you don't like, you 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 have a dream you want to accomplish, but you can't really handle it, you can't really do it. This movie just goes tit for tat immediate. Uh, like, yeah, he went to a job. Um, he hates his job and then like immediately he has to go pick up his medication. He's talking to a psychiatrist that's not understanding him and it's just like it goes and it just hits and hits and hits and hits and there's never a moment to where it's like he gets a break to where I was like, you know, he needs to calm down. What they give you is actually multiple moments in which all he needed was just someone to either reach out to him or to help him out or to just, you know, just be an a shoulder he could cry on and no one gave him that and so because no one gave him that it kept fueling that monster which he eventually became and it's wonderful because in the movie he says it multiple times he goes I've been having a bad week and it's like he just gets hit over and over and over again with just this torrent of shitstorm of just terrible things happening to him and then as you learn, as the movie goes on, he actually has a mental illness. He has problems at home. He's He was already in a mental facility before. Now that he's out, he's trying to get work. Even though he's trying to get work, there's still shit going on to where it's like constantly people are messing with him. And it's like this black ball inside of him is just getting piled on with more and more stuff. And eventually it's going to be too much for him to handle. And it's, the ball is either going to just break. And when it does, like, who the hell knows what's going to happen. So, the movie transitions that beautifully. And I love the fact that it wasn't heavy-handed in being that, you know, he... That it, it was showing, like, um, you know, because he has a mental like disorder, that's the problem. The movie actually played out in a way to where it was like he has a mental disorder, but it's everything that's going on along with the fact that his mental disorder isn't getting treated properly. He's living in a city to where essentially he's kind of looked at it like a third class citizen, not even a second class citizen. And from there, there's even like a point to where the city cuts the funding for, you know, People, um, for him to see his psychiatrist was supposed to be like a service that he goes to every week and whatnot. And then they give him his prescription for his meds and everything like that. And then it's like they cut funding for it. And then he goes, okay, so who do I talk to to keep getting my meds? And then it's like, and it's like the psychiatrist is like, I'm sorry. 
like you, there is no one to talk to to get your meds anymore. You don't get them no more. So it's like, okay, like that's that's literally the world that we live in. But it's fantastic how they were handling it because it was like, this is somebody who does have a mental disorder and the world just keeps shitting on him over and over and over again. And then eventually he snaps. But it's the journey to how he snaps, which is fantastic. So by far... Um, to me, one of the most ambitious type of movies ever because it is a movie that's essentially a supervillain's origin story. And it is done fantastically. At the end of the movie, he he's the Joker, you know? So he becomes that beloved, he becomes that beloved iconic character. Um, praise to God that they do not do a sequel or anything like that, but that DC opts to do more movies in this type of style and everything to where it was like they they did Gotham City fantastically the shitty city was shitty it was terrible you know and it was like that's exactly what it is and he's someone living on the low side of it he wants to become a comedian people don't think that he's funny his view of the world because of how terrible things is um you see multiple moments in which like he goes to comedy clubs and whatnot and when people are telling jokes the parts of the jokes that everyone else aren't laughing at, he's sitting in the club laughing at. But when everyone else starts laughing, he's looking around like, that wasn't funny. And and it's that twisted sense of humor and that twisted mindset that it's just either from him being him or, you know, not like not because of him and his mental disorder. And it's like, that's and then he brings it up multiple times where he'd be like, you know, this is what I think is funny. But because you guys don't think it's funny. I'm supposed to feel bad about it. That's not right. And it's like, I think it's funny. <laughs> and so you're seeing everything from his perspective and his eyes. And it's like, you want to feel for this guy. But as the movie goes on, the things with him get more twisted to the point where it was like, you, you're sympathetic to the fact that eventually like someone should have just like, you know, threw out a helping hand for this guy, but no one did because one, it's Gotham. Everyone's a shitty person. It's a shitty place. That's that's what they do. Two, he has a mental disorder. No one really knows how to approach him or talk to him. He doesn't. He himself doesn't know how to talk to people. Um, so he doesn't have any friends. He doesn't have really anyone that cares about him or thinks about him and stuff like that. And at the same time, you also are seeing that he's kind of doing things and going about it in his own way, in his own pace. He has his own delusions as to how the world really is. You see him walk around uh, basically looking at stuff. Like he, he does a comedy routine and then he's like on his way home and the world just seems amazing. And he's like, oh, I killed it. People were laughing. I'm going to start being a stand-up comedian. And then he gets blasted on television as like a dude who essentially because he laughed at his own jokes um and no one else laughed at him that that's something that's funny so then they started ridiculing him on television and one of the things that they did that i thought was beautiful and i was like you know that's a nice that's an amazing thing to add to the joker's character that realistically um i would have loved if someone had mentioned it or did it before but the fact that it was new um it was brought on new in this movie. I was like, you know, that I can see is something that, you know, would plague him and then is amazing. And then even uh, Joaquin Phoenix's 
laugh that he did was it was so it was so iconic in the fact that it was just no matter even if there was a crowd of people laughing like how you normally hear comedy shows or where people laugh and they clap and things like that you can hear him and it's like you just hear him and that's what you would want from the joker laugh and the way he's doing that i thought was fantastic um i i love this movie i really i really enjoyed watching this movie but it was such a cringe kind of movie because not that a bad cringe but in the fact that it's like jesus can't this guy get a break i already know the situation is gonna be shitty and then it is shitty and it's like oh i love it because <laughs> it's so real and it's true but at the same time it's like you know i'm slowly seeing this descent and it's like i'm interested in exactly how how it ends and it's like i know he's going to end up as the joker but how are they going to you know end with him as the joker like where are they going to leave off on what is this what is this entailing what is this madness um train that i'm on where what is like the letting is like i know that there's like the last stop is coming but i don't know the name of the station <laughs> so i can only hear the name of the station when i get to the last stop so i have to keep writing and i'm hearing all the names of the station and then once i know that the train won't move anymore that this is the last station i need to get off and it was just a fantastic movie like realistically right now um i'm giving it a lot of praise and high high acclaim and everything like that only because as i was watching the movie there really wasn't any part of the movie where i was like oh here we go because like i said it just kept hitting moment after moment after moment there's never there was never a part where i was like oh here we go this part of the movie that's always in every movie it was like no this is something that's happening to him that's always in everyone's regular life you just get shit on no matter what and he was doing things he was finding out stuff and he had his own problems with his mental disorders then you find out things about him later in life about him being abused and how exactly how he got his mental disorders it was crazy and then it wasn't so heavy-handed as to let you know you know that this is the world of batman or there's super people or anything like that no fuck all that it was like you're in gotham thomas wayne exists um the wayne family lives and it's just the all of gotham is shady but they didn't and it's like you knew you were in gotham but it's not like they were plastering that everywhere they didn't it's like they wouldn't mention the word gotham but essentially they referred to the city as just this city my city i was born here i was raised here um and i thought that was a nice little added touch to it because it's like you really didn't need that in order to tell this story it wasn't that this was necessarily a comic book movie this was a movie about the joker's origin story but at the same time it itself could be a standalone movie um much like how logan is an amazing standalone movie to where you can look at logan without seeing anything from x-men and honestly it's totally fine like it's perfect realistically um because the movie starts off setting up knowing about his healing factor which is something that you need to know um and that's all the correlation that you need in order to tie him to lore and when uh, Professor X states that that's his daughter. And it's a perfect setup because the movie itself carries its own weight without needing the, without having the need of the franchise to carry the movie along. 
unlike Marvel and its shitty movies, um, I'm saying shitty, but I'm because you know I don't really care for Marvel movies like that. But just it doesn't. The movie didn't need the franchise's help to be a good movie, and I thought that was amazing. Uh, Endgame is a movie that came out that needed ten years of over twenty-two movies to help it become what it became. This Joker movie was just a let's take this character, let's show them, let's show this character raw. Like if this this person was in this timeline in this day and age, and this this city was actually real, how would this person become the character that everyone knows as this criminal evil mastermind who's just morally screwed up in the head and is constantly being sent to Arkham, has to fight Batman on a regular basis. How do we get this person out? And it's like, how do we show how this person became who he became? And it's fantastic. And like, they have multiple moments where he's just like, I, I don't understand. I'm just asking for some help. And everyone's so mean and rude. And I don't understand why. I'm just asking for a little bit of help. And then like, he get hit in the face, punched, beat up and stuff like that. And it's like, all, and like as the audience, all you can do is sit there and look at it. And just being like, oh man, you just, and it's like, just, just help the guy out, you know? And it's like, just talk to him like a regular person. And it was like, and like stuff would happen the way he was like, you, you're talking about my mother to me and you're just going like, she's crazy. Like you, like, you know, like she's insane. Like, you, like she's out of her mind. And it's like, dude, that's still my mom. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying to have a conversation with you. Just talk to me. And, but he himself also has his delusional problem. So a lot of things happen to where it's like he doesn't really come to grips with the the gravity of either his situations or what's actually going on around him. And it was crazy. It, it was crazy and how beautiful it was because it's like this man is struggling with his own mental health and the world just keeps shitting on him over and over and over again. And then considering a time in which right now we have so many different cases and you know, big time events happening with people struggling with mental health and, you know, these these thoughts that's going on in their head and everything. I just felt that it was so powerful that this movie just had a character express themselves like they, they expressed this character in a way to where it wasn't heaven handedly going, you know, mental health is something to seriously get looked at. And it's like, no, this is this character struggle with mental health. Not that this could happen to anybody, but it became a a thing to where it was like, this is what made the Joker, the mental health, the city, the the people that he knew, the world that he lived in, all of this stuff made this guy. It's not that this could be anybody, it's that this is what happened to him. And it was a fantastic movie. Like, realistically, it was a fantastic movie. I I loved every minute of it. Um, and like I said, I loved every minute of it, but at the same time, I'm sitting there looking at this movie going, oh my God, like this is, this is insane. I was like, why are y'all treating this guy this way? Like he asks for help or he just talks to people and the stuff that he talks about is like, hey man, like you, uh, you all right? <laughs> and it's like, no, he's not, but there's no one willing to help and there's nothing out there for him to get the help. And I was like, damn, this is such, it's like, I I really, I loved how DC did this movie. It was fantastic. I would love if they tackled other movies like this. 
standalone movies that aren't necessarily built off a franchise. You don't need to build them off franchise. Just something to give Marvel a run for their money, if not to inspire them to do more shit like this as well. With all their slew of characters, I'm pretty sure they can pull someone out the woodwork so they can be like, and you know, we could change how the MCU has them. Everything doesn't have to be PG-13. I mean, it's not going to happen because it's Disney, but, you know, whatever. I'm just fucking grasping at straws, really. <laughs> but just, I, I've always loved the idea when the movie first was coming out, it was the fact that, you know, this movie's going to be rated R. It's, it's its own standalone thing. It's not connected to the franchise. It's, it's always, it's just about the Joker. You knew it was going to be something good, it being rated R, you know, in terms of, portraying how the Joker would act and stuff that he's going to go through or witness as the Joker. And um, and I just love that idea and that concept behind it. And it was like, I was so scared that, you know, it was going to screw it up. When it first got announced, I was like, that was the dumbest idea ever. Why would you do this to the Joker? And then as I saw the trailers, I was like, you know, this actually might be good. Because I started thinking about it as it just being its own standalone movie. This might be good. It might just be you know, something to taking these characters, not necessarily painting them in a wonderful bubble because that's not where they are. They're evil, crazy people who need to be stopped and the hero comes and stops them. But it's like, what exactly, and the beauty of this movie was just what exactly happened to Joker to make him become Joker? And one of the fantastic things about it is that essentially, much like every other Joker origin story, this could be something that you take it or leave it. It's not the definitive Joker origin story. It doesn't have to be. It's not one, because one thing, there is no definitive Joker origin story. If anyone tells you any otherwise, they're lying. But it's just, this is, this is a Joker origin story, and it's a fantastically told origin story. And just the way how it plays out was just great. And it's like, with so little actually happening in the grand scheme of things and how it plays out it's like this is great <laughs> like, I said, like i said i will, when i was done when the movie was over with i was just like damn that was great like i that was great like i know i'm going to buy that movie but i it, it's a movie that i i want to see i want to see more movies like that but it's not a movie I know personally I want to see over and over again. But I'm going to see it again. Only because I really enjoyed and really liked the movie. But watching it again, I know I'm going to be in for the same ride and whatnot. But it's just, that's how much I, I enjoyed being on that ride. Because it was so fucking different from any other comic book movie that's out there. And just tackling the subject matter, the character... Um, everything breaking down in terms of how his world is set up or how he lived his life and how things became what they became. I just thought it was a fantastic ride. So that's that. And it's like, I, I want to see more stuff like that. I would love for them to make other, I don't know who could they do, but I would love for them to make other gritty real movies that just kind of break down that, you know, there's a reason that we love these characters and that we identify with these characters and that a lot of people take, you know, take solace in how much they care for these characters. They, they're beloved. And it's like, even though they're villains, 
And it's like, what exactly made them this way? Why, why do people love them? And then to actually break that down in a way that's a justifiable, fantastic showcase of this character, rather than something to where it was like, you know, this could be, you know, cut it up into bits so they're easily chewable, bite-sized bits that you could spoon-feed to the audience that are going just, um, just off the fact that, hey, this is a character that I know. Hey, this is a character... You know, and it's like, now it's PG-13. And it's like, but this character's supposed to be known for this. And it's like, well, this isn't really for people who love this character. It's for people who go to the movies to see these characters in the movie form. And it's like, no. The Joker movie is for anyone who is a Batman... Essentially, anyone who is a Batman fan or anyone who just wants to see a good movie that, even though it's a comic book movie, it's not associated with the comic book movies... And it's not a big, flashy, outlandish movie. It is actually a really well-done, well-edited, um, well-acted, um, standalone movie that tackles the identity of someone struggling with mental health in the world that just won't give him a break. And I loved every minute of that. It was like, I would love to see that handled over and over. You know, not the exact same subject matter, but just the... The creativity behind handling that, um, handling a character like that, that is beloved and is having so much stuff going on for him. Like, like if you've seen the new Birds of Prey trailer, which looks like a, looks whatever, but I'm pretty sure that that, that movie is going to cater to the identity of Harley Quinn that everyone's having now with how they're showcasing her in terms of being this femme fatale, uh, like a strong woman type thing that they got going on in DC, but how they handled Joker, there's multiple times in the movie where he seemed just weak. He is picked on. He is bullied. He just doesn't stick up for himself. He really doesn't have a backbone, and and it's just amazing. <laughs> and it's like just being real and true to his character. If you um, read or seen the killing joke, uh, you know, if you've seen it, then I mean like after you skip the first 30 minutes and then you get to the actual killing joke. Um, but how that, um, story in Batman deals with Joker basically talking about him being a struggling comedian. He needs money because his pregnant wife, they're, they're about to get kicked out their house and she's pregnant. He needs some money. So he just like gets in with these gangsters and they like, Hey, you do this job for us. And then you get some money, and then that'd be the end of it. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's just real weak, real timid. And then it's just after that one horrible day when stuff just keeps getting shit on him. Because he gets called and he's told his wife went into labor, but she died along with the baby. The gangster still forced him to work because he's like, I don't need to work anymore. My wife just died. And they're like, shut up. Do it anyway. And then he runs in with Batman, and he falls into the um, into the little acne acid or whatever. And... uh the acme uh, <laughs> uh acme acid and whatever um and then he becomes the disfigured joker and the premise of that movie was just that you know all it takes is one bad day to make anybody because that was a point he was trying to prove to batman but it's just all it takes is one bad day to make anybody become like me and just lose their freaking mind and one of the major themes of this movie is that I, like i said like he keeps telling people over and over again Ugh, I've been been going through some stuff. I've had a pretty rough week. Um, I just need this one thing. And 
people like I can't help you <laughs> and it's like oh uh, it's like the week the week is getting rougher it's just getting rougher and I just this it was so humane I wasn't seeing this invincible character just def just despite all odds defeat a person that was exactly the same as him but then he just used something that was mentioned earlier in the movie to defeat him um like Ant-Man or Black Panther, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Just, nah, I was seeing this vulnerable guy who needed help. And again, his slow descent into madness. And I, I just thought it was fantastic. It, it was crazy because there's multiple times in the movie where not just me, you know, I didn't want to seem like I was a nutbag, but uh, multiple, like people in the audience, we like there were parts that would pop up to where you would laugh or parts that were so awkward but the comedy was there you know and it was like this is funny but this is a terrible situation and it was like multiple times that would happen and it, people would laugh and it was like yeah this is funny but there's a dead fucking body right there <laughs> you know and it was like there's dead people around and we're all laughing and it's like does no one see the nuance behind that you know and it's like at some sick little level realistically the point that he gets across or the point that he's trying to make about comedy and how he sees the world and the humor and everything it is somewhat true because that's just how people are and again like just i was over like to me i feel like i'm over analyzing but i don't care because I, I enjoyed doing that to this movie um like one thing that i saw and realistically, I know it's not true, but I'm just, I was just grasping when I saw it, but it's just, it was a nice little thing for me, which was that multiple times throughout the movie, his shoes seemed like they were too big, like they were clown shoes. Even when he was walking around in regular shoes, they just seemed like they were too big. And like when he's running and he's wearing regular clothes, it just seemed like he was wearing clown shoes the entire time. But it wasn't until he embraced being the Joker at the very end of the movie, did he wear these nice foot fitting shoes where they were just you know he was well dressed he was well kept and it was just he was like impeccable in his dress but at that time he completely embraced the idea of being the joker and that's just something i picked up on i don't think it's true you know i would i would love if the, the director or the writers would be like you yeah, know that's a that's a nice little point but just essentially his whole life he was the clown but it wasn't until he he wanted to be the clown that he wasn't the clown anymore. He, he's no longer funny, you know. And it was like this is this is serious. Like you you seriously have this person is the Joker and and I like I said like I, I really really enjoyed this movie. I really like this movie. I highly recommend anyone to go see it, you know. And you will have your own different opinions on it because. It, it's that type of movie to where this is this is a movie that could easily spark a lot of debates on different subject matters and different spectrums on exactly what was the tipping point that made him snap because there was multiple things that happened um, since like uh, since the very beginning of the movie to where it was like you know this is where he snaps no this is where he snaps Oh, he's already been snapped. Like, he's always been snapped. No, no, it was when this happened. It was when this happened. When he had to come to grips with, you know, this, or losing this, or taking this, or finding this. And 
is just so well done because that is essentially the essence of the Joker. You know, you don't really know where he comes from, why he's crazy. No one ever figures it out. And this movie just tackled that subject matter fantastically. So as a fan of Joker, I love their portrayal of doing his origin story. As someone who watches movies, it was a very good, decent movie that tackled a very difficult, current, and well-known subject matter at the same time also following a character that you feel for but at the same time is also weary of because of his slow descent into madness and you feel for the guy but at the same time you don't you don't feel that you should you know and it's like you think you should feel bad but because you've seen what he's been through to get to where he is it's like ah like you know you you don't need to go this far, man, but I see that you you got options. So what are you going to do? And I, I just love it. I just love it. And it's like, it is so, it's so hard. It was so hard to watch. Not that it was bad, but it was just like, I was intrigued at every moment. And then it was like, Jesus, like, this is, this is insane. You know, <laughs> it's like when you, when you go over someone's house and they're watching a documentary and you don't want to watch a documentary because who does? But the documentary is actually interesting or it's about a freaking serial killer or something like that. And so it's like you're learning things that you don't want to learn. And <laughs> you're, you're seeing information or being told stuff that you aren't really prepared to take in and focus on. But it's like you have to watch this documentary because you're stuck here. And when it's all over, you just go, Jesus, man. Like I was sick and, and the night the friend was like, yeah, want to get a pizza? You know, and it's like that's that's what watching that movie was like. And I I enjoyed that because I was like, this is a fantastic twist onto the genre. It, it's I hope that it gets recognized as its own independent thing in this superhero genre um, or comic book movie genre that we got going on now where people can look and identify this movie and go look at this movie and be like this was a nice this this is what started a string of other movies that just decided to go independent and you know and it's like you have more than enough subject matter to work with with just one character that why not you know don't we don't need an explanation as to what's going to happen 10 movies down the line because this character did make this decision no let's tackle this person their problems what made them become who they are why are they so reviled and, and hated you know what did they do to become this supervillain that everyone just can't stand or a superhero just needs to beat down over and over and over again uh it um if you've seen the new season of titans um then i i, I recommend watching that because that's actually getting pretty good but that's also kind of much like when they decided to uh, revamp the Titans or make their villains a lot more hardcore, um, th that show's kind of doing the same thing to where it's like, it's fleshing out all the characters. At the same time, it's also diving deeper into these villains that have more of a reason for wanting to kill these kids rather than they're stopping them from robbing the bank, the typical superhero fashion. And it's like, no, I have a need to do this and these heroes are constantly stopping me because all I want to do is this. Much like when they humanized uh, Mr. Freeze. 
if anyone knows that story, like I suggest watching that animated um, Batman movie Sub Zero, which totally humanized the guy, made him a nice, um, yeah, like really, really fleshed out his character in terms of why he does what he does, and it was a staple to his character, and it was fantastic. Because unlike every other ice villain out there, you know, Mr. Freeze was like, there, there's a method to his madness and beautifully um, executed. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you can't you can't help but feel for the guy because it's like all he's trying to do is bring back his dead wife. But the man is murdering people, you know, <laughs> but it's like no one is willing to help him. But so he got to take matters in his own hands the only way he knows how. And and it's like and that's. Essentially, it's just that's the feel you get from this Joker movie. I, I, I felt for this dude, but at the same time, I knew what he was going to become. And it's like, man, I wish someone would just pick his ass up or stop these people from stomping him out. Because he gets stomped out a lot. <laughs> but just, uh, just so much going on. And I was like, when, I was, when it was over with, it was, it was the craziest thing. It was over with. I got on a bus to come home. And when I got on the bus, I was the only one on the bus. And I just sat on the bus listening to my music. And I just started smiling. <laughs> and then I was like, I wasn't thinking about the movie or anything like that. But I was just going, man. You know, and it was like, it, it, it gave me something to think about. And only thing that popped in my head was just, I should smile more. You know, <laughs> like I should just. Hey, it's like there's some things in this world to be happy about. This isn't a movie. I hope no one tries to, you know, correlate it to being like, you know, this movie is making people violent or bringing a violence or nothing like that. And a fantastic way how they did that was just because even though he had mental problems, he didn't use that as an excuse for violence. And you need to watch the movie to see that because there's multiple incidents where it's just like shit happened to him because he had a mental illness and then violent stuff was a result of that because people just wouldn't leave him alone and they wouldn't recognize that, hey, there's something wrong with this person. You know, just the way how people treat people with mental illness. Again, like I said, they tackled this subject matter flawlessly and without it being so heavy handed as for you to be like, Oh, they keep mentioning that he's crazy or that he has this issue or a condition. And it's like, no, he has an issue and a condition. And the world that we live in allows these people to just go, hey, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, what's wrong with you, man? And the, the condition that they gave him, which I thought was like, I was like, God, that will be so that's perfect for the Joker. Is that he just had this un. he could not stop laughing. And it's like it would just occur it would happen no matter what the situation or what was going on essentially it could even come down to just a nervous entity but and then he had a card that he would give people and it was like and it would let them know like i have a medical condition like the card would read out i have a medical condition um because of some head trauma and because of that i can't stop laughing please don't take any offense i'm not trying to be rude and then it's like please return the card when you finish reading but it's just to let people know you know like there's something wrong with me and it'd be multiple incidents in a movie where it's like he's trying to hand people the card let them know like i'm not laughing at you or the situation i have a problem and no one's willing to let this dude you know even get a word in for about what's wrong with him because who the hell cares everyone's all focused on themselves and it's beautiful <laughs> like i said that that's cringeworthy 
that's cringeworthy shit to hear. Um, you know, it's just something that's like, ooh, like I, I hate to, you know, I would hate if something like that happened to me. But the idea of ta- like the way how they tackled that and used it in the movie to push along the plot, to have the story go on, to to develop his character. Fantastic. Flawless. So I'm going to I'm going to end it there. Uh, definitely go see this movie. DC, if you're listening, probably not. I hope you are. Um, definitely attempt to do more movies like this. Attempt to be more adventurous with your IPs. Like you, you own these characters. Do more shit with them. Fuck Marvel. I I love Spider Man. Lord knows I love Spider Man. <laughs> but hey, you know, fuck what they got going on. This this was an, an ambitious movie, and I enjoyed it. And honestly, you have enough money to where it was like you know you can keep trying shit over and over again. To the point where, you know, that way you ain't got to keep copying. You know, you ain't trying to copy the box office smashes of Marvel and whatnot. No, you just, you're doing your own thing with these characters and you're showing respect to these characters. And that's the main thing, is that this movie had more respect towards the Joker without it being related to any comic book that describes the origin of the Joker than any other movie I've ever seen. The only other movie I can think of that justified um how they tackled a character and their origin and everything that was coming up with them is the deadpool movies and that and those are the greatest comic book movies that are that are out there and this movie again is just a great standalone movie that doesn't need a franchise to back it up which is just fantastic and i've only ever seen that in logan so i i love like, I really love the idea behind this movie and how it was executed and everything that went on. Uh, so that's that's really it. Um, I, I I highly recommend going to watch this movie. I think it, I think it was amazing. I I'm rambling at this point, but hey, I really can't think of anything else to say. It was a really good, really well executed movie. The acting was phenomenal. It was nice, and it's just so. It's neat. <laughs> I don't mean that as that it's clean. You know, you see blood, splatter, murders, and stuff like that happen all the time. But uh, in this movie, but it's just, it was so nicely done in such a respected way to this beloved character, whom is you know mentally disturbed, and I just thought it was fantastic. I would, I would love to see more movies that were executed this well realistically and that's all i gotta say on this matter uh i've been daniel flame uh this has been fun with flame you just heard me do a review over joker and as always people i hope you had fun okay goodbye